You're listening to the Option Alpha Podcast from OptionAlpha.com, where we show you how to make smarter trades, learn how the stock market really works, and generate consistent monthly income. Monthly income. Now, your host and head trader at OptionAlpha.com, Kirk Duplessis. Hey everyone, this is Kirk here again from OptionAlpha.com, working every single week to make this the most popular investing podcast offered online because it's based on one thing and one thing only, and that's helping you guys make smarter trades. So thanks so much again for tuning in today. On today's show, we are going to continue with the theme that we've got here over the next couple of weeks of doing these little mini case studies in different backtests that we've ran and kind of highlighting some really important aspects of trading that we are finding through a lot of our research. I think these are really, really popular. I know I got a ton, ton of feedback from people on the last one, which was amazing. I'm so glad you guys like it. So we'll continue doing these with different topics just to really kind of hone in on a lot of the stuff and provide basically just a crap ton of value for you guys and hopefully make you guys better traders. So today we're going to be focusing in on option trading timelines and durations. So basically answering the question or asking the question in this case, how far out should I place trades? Now, of course, there's no 100% right answer to this, right? It's all subjective based on the strategy that you're looking at and the parameters that you set up, right? So there's there's definitely different levels that work really well, and it's not always the same based on the option strategy you're looking at. Today, though, we're going to really hone in on straddles. In particular, we're going to look at an EEM straddle. So EEM is an emerging market ETF, major market ETF, lots of liquidity, and we back tested a couple different variations of straddles in this underlying security. So let's get right into it and talk about the different tests that we ran. So the first test that we ran in EEM was a daily straddle in EEM. And so last time on show number 92, we talked about a weekly entry of an iron condor in TLT. And so with a daily entry, we are literally looking to make a trade every single day if the parameters fit. So if we you know, find the IB level that we want or the entry days on average that we want, we will generally make a trade every single day and we'll have overlapping trades if needed, right? So in this case, we first tested a daily short straddle with an average expiration or time to expiration of 20 days. So this is interesting because this now starts to cross the barrier that we often talk about as this magical, not magical, but I just say air fingers quotes, magical 25 day level where you generally don't want to be entering new trades. So I say generally, you don't want to be entering new trades under 25 days because it's too high of gamma risk. You're maybe not compensated enough for your premium that you take in or whatever the case is. So we want to test this and we did it with EEM. We did an average days until expiration of 20 days. Again, this means that it could have been 22 days in some cases. It could have been 15 days in some cases, but never anything really outside of five days around you know the 20-day expiration period, just so that we average around 20 days. We had no IV rank filter again, so we're just trying to create as many trading opportunities as possible, enter trade after trade after trade, and we did an overall allocation of 30% in both cases, profit taking at 25%, which is something that we typically talk about. And again, no stop loss. So if the trade went completely sideways and against us, we would take that trade, not make any adjustments, take it all the way to expiration, no stop loss at all. And the short strike deltas, obviously, that we chose are the 50 deltas, which is at the money. Now, just for disclosure, so you guys understand how this works with the straddle, 
we did build in a functionality inside of the backtesting software so that you can test a straddle at the 40 delta level, which means selling very tight at the money strikes, but not quite at the money. It would be like a very tight strangle, but we kind of threw it into the straddle area of the backtesting software as the ability to test because it acts more like a straddle. It's really, really tight strikes, but not necessarily the at the money strikes. Now, again, we didn't do this in this case. It's, it's available for you guys to do if you have access to it or when you buy access to it. But in this case, we did the at the money strikes every single day or as many times as we possibly could. So when we actually ran this test and figured out the results, it actually ended up doing pretty decent, right? And I say decent because it didn't beat the market, but it kind of tracked the market really, really well. It had a total return of 32%, but the sharp ratio was really low at 0.08%, which means that we really didn't get like the risk adjusted returns that we were looking for. I mean, it made money, but it didn't beat the market. It maybe had too much risk in this case and really didn't like outperform by any stretch. It kind of trailed the market just a little bit in some cases, beat it a little bit when you look at the, the P&L graph, but definitely wasn't like a, a stellar strategy by any stretch. Now, when we go down to the consistency stats for this thing, we can see that we did win 77% of the time. So that's wonderful. And again, that's probably partly because of Ivy's over expectation, also because we were taking profits at 25%. So we we're taking money off the table early. We had a drawdown, a max drawdown at any one given time of 47%. So a pretty significant drawdown considering that we were making lots of trades. I think that's mostly associated to the gamma risk of this position. This you know ability for a trade to turn around very quickly and move against you, I think was a big component. But ultimately, the trade did okay, right? I mean, didn't really, again, didn't knock your socks off, didn't do exceptionally well, but it wasn't a big loser either, kind of, you know, tracked and trailed around the market. So the adjustment that we made, we said to ourselves, okay, let's make a trade adjustment here or a strategy adjustment. And instead of entering this trade 20 days out on average, let's enter this trade 40 days out on average. Okay, so we're still gonna keep the same frequency. We're still gonna enter lots and lots and lots of trades. It's just now we're gonna extend our trading duration and give ourselves more time. And basically what you're doing is not only giving yourselves more time, but reducing the gamma risk of a position like this, the risk that the trade goes quickly against you in the last couple days and turns maybe a winner into a big loser, right? And so we extended the trading duration out to 40 days on average, changed nothing else, still the same IV rank levels, still the same profit taking at 25%, still no stop loss level, which means that conceivably the market would have more time to move against us if it did, and still selling the same short strike delta at 0.5 or basically at the money. Now, when we see the results of this strategy, what we see is that it had a total return of 82% versus the prior strategy, the first one of 32%, had an annual CAGR, a compound annual growth rate of 8.03% and a sharp ratio of almost one, which means that it was a really effective strategy. I mean, on lots and lots of metrics, this type of setup worked out really, really well, not only on risk-adjusted returns, but also on total returns, on compound growth rates, which is a really important factor of determining the profitability of a strategy moving forward. It worked out really, really well. You still had actually very high win rate, a one at 80%, so slightly higher, maybe because you had more time to be right. We don't know. And, you know, it was still profit-taking, so that helped. Your drawdown was about the same. So you didn't really suffer 
too much in drawdown. The drawdown for the 40 days until expiration straddle was 45%. For the first one, it was 47%. So again, you you really didn't sacrifice too much as far as risk in drawdowns to increase your returns dramatically. And I think this is why we saw the sharp ratio jump so much from basically zero to almost one is because you really didn't you know, add additional major risk to the portfolio, but you just added more premium, more risk-adjusted returns, which is important. What's notable here, though, is the drawdown days went down dramatically. So in the first study, the drawdown days that you went through, so the time it took you to recover your maximum drawdown was 275 days. It took 275 days to recover from peak to trough. In the second strategy where we did 40 days versus 20, it only took 150 days. So you still had to go through a pretty good drawdown period, but your drawdown recovery time was much quicker. And it's interesting because I think a lot of people think that the shorter duration trades, you know, 10 days, 20 days until expiration work all the time better. And in some cases they do. And we'll go over case studies about that, that we found that we did find some weekly option trades that worked out really, really well. But in this case with straddles, it looks like the longer duration just works out a little bit better for things like this, or at least compared to 20 days. And you can see that not only in the distribution of returns, but also in the annual and monthly returns when you run a backtest on this. It's really kind of powerful to see, again, just this one little tweak So hopefully that was helpful just kind of looking at this strategy here with EEM and and kind of how it impacts the trade overall. I think, again, it's things like this that we're trying to really be, you know, kind of the front runners in in this industry is having the ability to quickly test this stuff and literally with one click edit your backtest and change one parameter and rerun the entire thing and get results instantly is so, so powerful because it literally could change the direction of your trading portfolio or how you set things up. And I think it's really, really interesting and cool stuff. And hopefully you guys really enjoyed this today. So let's get into the Trader Q&A segment right now. And now our favorite part of the show, Trader Q&A, where we ask a question from one of our current members about options trading. Got a question you'd like to ask Kirk to answer live on the air? Just head on over to optionalpha.com forward slash ask and hit the record button to leave a message. That's optionalpha.com forward slash ask. And now here's today's question. Hi, Kirk. My name is Allison, and I'm currently living in Guatemala with my husband. We love the podcast and all the info that you provide. My husband and I started listening to your podcast and watching your videos beginning in November, and we've learned so much. We have a question for you about creating a strategy for a specific lifestyle. We do a lot of backcountry camping and will be away from regular life for four to five months at a time. We usually find ourselves in a town one to two times a week during these periods and usually have either decent cell or a Wi-Fi connection that we can use for a couple of hours. Can you recommend a strategy that we can trade during these chunks of time when we're not able to see a computer every day? By the way, we're currently placing trades from your alerts via our phone as practice for trading during our summer adventures. Thanks so much. All right. Hey, Allison and hubby, thank you so much for submitting the question. And I really appreciate it. It's so cool you guys are doing this and kind of like moving all over the place and traveling and also that you're practicing with the phone alerts, which is something I tell people to do all the time is if you want to get good on the mobile phone, just sit in front of your computer, enter the trade on your phone while you're looking at the computer screen, just so you get familiar with it. So you get 
access to it. I've often said millions of times that I've made trades while changing diapers and at the gym and you know whatever the case is. So I think it's a really important skill actually in this day and age to be able to trade mobily, especially with options. So really the question that you had, Allison, was you know what are the strategies that we can use where we don't have to babysit them really is what it comes down to. And I think I picked out this question a little bit today because it kind of goes along the lines of the case study that we did with EEM. I think when you want to trade a strategy where you are not having to babysit it and you have to enter trades, but they're longer duration, I think you just have to really hone in on the types of strategies that you want to choose and the durations that you want to be at, right? So in this case with EM, you chose 40 days until expiration. You could have easily done a weekly entry instead of a daily entry and back tested that to see if that worked out, you know, just as well. Now we did this for you and we found that the weekly entry worked out okay. It didn't do as well as the daily entry in this case, but you still did better than doing the 20 day till expiration. So that's how you could kind of change is just do one weekly entry every single week. You could do sequentially and there's ways you can do that in the backtesting software. So we recommend obviously that you continue to backtest those and see what works out really well. I think ultimately, since you guys don't have access or probably won't have access to the computer that often or to the internet that often, I would highly suggest that you do just most of your trading in risk-defined fashion. And the only reason I say that is because even if you have a large account and you can handle the drawdowns, if you're not able to quickly get to the computer, if let's say we have another Black Monday or a flash crash or whatever the case is, and you just don't have the ability to get there in a day or so, or you know, are not going to be able to get there in a week, that might cause you know a little bit of trouble for your portfolio. Not that you couldn't recover from it, but it would probably make you sleep better at night and just feel more comfortable if a lot of your trades were risk-defined. So you can do things like what we did today in EEM as a straddle, just synthetically by selling the straddle and then buying wings on either side really, really far out, just to give you that kind of peace of mind of black swan protection that long tail risk protection that you would want. So I think that when you backtest a lot of strategies, the wide iron butterflies work out really well. Straddles and strangles like the ones that we did today work out really well. I think on longer durations, as you saw, it's actually more profitable. So I don't think it's going to be a detriment to you. I just think you have to be around to kind of handle expiration and make sure that you've got everything in place for that or automatic closing orders and automatic uh, profit taking orders just to kind of automate the process a little bit more. So hopefully that helps out. I know it was kind of a long-winded answer. There's no perfect solution here, but I think I gave you enough to at least give you some power and to make you a little bit more dangerous in choosing which uh, strategy you want to go with. Remember, if you guys would like to get your question answered here on the podcast or as we've been doing every single day this month on Facebook Live, head on over to optionalpha.com slash ask, click the big red button in the middle of the screen and leave me a private voicemail. Again, there's no software to download or install. It's incredibly easy. Now, before we get into the closing bell segment, I just want to remind you guys that our backtesting software goes live on June 1st. So again, the software that we've been using the last two episodes here It's less than a week away for our official launch of our backtesting software. If you want to learn more about it, you can obviously head on over to optionalpha.com. We've got a lot of stuff that we're going to be rolling out here in the next couple days as we get closer and closer to the launch. Now, the closing bell. Find out which stocks we're looking at right now, trades we're making, and hear our game plan moving forward.
All right, so in today's closing bell segment, I actually want to do a new straddle. So we're going to do a new straddle here in XRT, which is a retail ETF. One of my not favorite ones to trade recently, but it's definitely been higher on my list because it's gone through a period of high implied volatility here during the first quarter of the year, I guess, well, really second quarter of the year since late February, early March. And it's just been really easy to trade. We've generated a lot of money from XRT. And so we're going to try to jump back into the well here and do a straddle trade in XRT. Now, XRT has fairly decent implied volatility right now. It's currently in the 58th rank. It's actually been on a little bit of a drop and it's trading around 41. And so we've already got some iron butterflies that we've traded previously, but now that implied volatility is higher, we're going to kind of switch gears here and go a little bit more aggressive with the straddle, selling the 41 call and put for $195 each. Now, this is, of course, the first of hopefully many straddles that we can do and ladder into over the course of the June month expiration. But we wanted to get this first position on here because it's really had a real tough time over the last, let's say, four or five days. It's moved down from 44 to 41. So it's had a huge drop. It's starting to get towards some technical levels that would suggest that it's going to stall at this point, even maybe temporarily. And I think that that's ultimately good. So do we think it's going to stop here? Probably not. I'll probably have a lot of volatility around here and that's okay. We're still going to get compensated for trades like this long term in our portfolio. So it's a good trade that we want to get into. Again, we're selling the 41 call and the 41 put for June. The DTE or the days till expiration on this is just over 30 days. So we're trying to do exactly what we've been talking about in our podcast and with this backtesting is we're going to avoid doing the closer contracts. We're going to start to skew this a little bit towards around 40 days, at least for this case with the straddles. There's no 40-day contract that we can trade right now. So the best one is about 31 days, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to do something a little bit closer to 40 days because we know now that that ends up working out in most cases a little bit better than doing something around 20 days. Thanks for listening to the Option Alpha podcast. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a rating or comment. Plus, you can get everything. Free email updates for future shows, transcripts, video tutorials, case studies, and more. Just visit our website at optionalpha.com. All right, so I truly hope you guys enjoyed today's show as always and got at least one thing out of it that you can apply right now to make you a smarter more profitable trader and investor. As always, you can get additional resources, some links mentioned in the show, and some related video training from today's show by going to optionalpha.com slash show93. Again, that's just the number 93, optionalpha.com slash show93. And until next time, happy trading.